Well, well, well. Well, well, well. That is what Hansel said to Gretel. Um, welcome back to the Lady Pimple Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Hello, it is me. Right? Hansel and Gretel fell down a well, didn't they? No, no Hansel and Gretel got eaten by a witch. It was, uh, um... Yeah, it wasn't Hansel and Gretel that fell down a well. When I asked you to get me another drink, did you actually do it? Yes, it's on your desk. In what position of my desk? The left, the, to your left, the left side of your laptop. Was the back of your desk? <laughs> okay. Um. I see it now. Oh, for fuck no! Sorry. A certain robotic somebody is um, very interested in listening to me today. Hansel and Gretel fell down. Well. Didn't they fall down a well? No, because remember Hansel and Gretel? Um, Hansel stooped down and crammed his little. Oh, Jack and Jill! Jack and Jill, that's it. Damn. This is a wrestling podcast. But they, I don't think they fell down a well either. My joke is useless in this situation. No, Jack and Jill, I'm pretty sure, fell down a well. I woke up Jack and Jill, and the only thing that shows up is the Adam Sandler movie. Poem. Um, Jack and Jill by Mother Goose. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Oh no, they didn't fall down a well, they just fell down a hill. <laughs> Up Jack got, and home did trot as fast as he could caper to old Dame Dob, who patched his knob. I don't, I don't think that's Please, the... never look up who fell down a well, because I forgot about baby Jessica. Yeah, that's all they came up on when I searched that. It... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, baby Jessica. She's okay, though, so it's okay. Yeah, they never felt... Jack and Jill didn't fall down a well. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if anybody in fairy tale world ever fell down a well now that I think about it. Yeah. I'll work on my jokes. Sorry. Better material. Alright, so you want to talk about tonight's dynamite? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I guess that's one of the things that we'll talk about tonight. So, um, biggest things to talk about, as, as our title suggests, um... The AEW World Championship has been relinquished. Same with the trio's titles. Tony Khan made the announcement himself to open up the show. Which is um, bullshit, but... I mean, look... You, you, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, for the world title, they're going to have a tournament. A tournament of champions... That uh, will be decided at uh, Grand Slam in two weeks. Now, they said Tournament of Champions, and, and I, I took a picture of the bracket. Uh, because there's no way I would have been able to write it down in time. So, what we saw today was Hangman vs. Danielson. 
Um, on Rampage, we'll see Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Um, next week, we'll see Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho in the semifinals. And then the winner of Sammy and Darby takes on John Moxley in the semifinals um, next week. So both semifinal matches will be happening next week on Dynamite. And then the finals at Grand Slam. Um, I would have loved to see Miro in there <laughs> instead of instead of uh, Sammy. Get Miro in there. Sammy doesn't really make sense in my opinion. Well, TNT champion. He was multi-time TNT champion. Sammy Miro was also TNT champion, and if they hadn't done weird booking, Sammy would not be a multi-time TNT champion. But regardless, the multi-time is still there. Unfortunately, that's not going to change. Um, but you know, you know what would be sick as fuck though. What? I I know this wouldn't have been possible because it was like last minute. But you get like former Ring of Honor World Champion, former AEW Champion, former NJPW Champion, former Impact Champion, maybe even former WWE Champion. Put all those world champions together because they talked about Jericho being a seven-time world champion. We'll get some get some uh, more outside world champions um, to be part of this thing. Finals don't need to be a Grand Slam. I get you want it to be the biggest show, but maybe, maybe just uh, hold off. That's fair. That's fair. But we, I think it's safe to assume that that. Because MJF said that the chip gives him a title title match anytime, any place, he's probably gonna cash that in immediately after the match at Grand Slam. I would imagine. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. Um What also happened was we had new trios, titles, uh trios champions crowned in Death Triangle. Um, we had MJF giving his piece in a, in a fantastic promo that also featured Moxley. Um, we had Tony Storm versus Penelope Ford in the title eliminator match. Um, we had Wardlow versus Tony Nese for the TNT Championship. Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page in the, uh, in the tournament of champions where Danielson came out on top. And then finally we had Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship with Garcia pulling it out and and taking the W in a great match. Yeah. So uh that, that's a little nutshell. It it doesn't feel like much happened. Um but that's because a lot of it was scrapped because of what happened with CM Punk. So, do you want to talk about the news? Yeah. Um, admittedly, I didn't really go through too much news because there's enough news to last us a fucking lifetime. Mm-hmm. We could spend um, the whole news talking about the whole CM Punk situation. Yeah, and, and we will talk about the CM Punk situation. Um, one thing that's important to know is that D'Lo Brown is no longer with Impact. Um which is sad, 
Um, and in addition to that, there's other people that you wish would no longer be with Impact as well. But unfortunately, that dream won't come true because Lady Frost is unfortunately still with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel so bad for her. She like still seven hundred some odd days left on her contract, and like it's not like seven hundred three; it's like seven hundred eighty, I think. And and I guarantee you, she's probably not going to wrestle during any of those days on TV. You would just hope that they'd be like, okay, well, we're fucking holding you hostage here. Let's just do this. Like, the women's division is not that jam-packed. Yeah. And it's not like they're like, oh, we can only have one women's match a week. You know, like, they never do that. So, like, why not just have her be, like, a part of a, even just a part of, like, a fucking faction or something? Mm -hmm. She's not that, like, polarized that she wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Anyways. Um, also, in addition to news that really doesn't meet the bar for news right now, um, Chris Statlander got surgery on her knee. So, road to recovery. Yeah, and and hopefully that recovery is swift and easy for her. Um, obviously we want to see her really badly on TV. Um, but what matters most is recovering. And as she said to Trent, she's not dead. She's just out. What did she said? Uh, she said something funny in in her um post. <laughs> she 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 posted her uh, a picture of her after the surgery in in the in the hospital bed. She said, "I must have been thinking of you when I got injured because you made my knees weak." <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, it. It has come to light that Pat McAfee is no longer, well, not no longer, that's wrong to say, is not currently going to be doing WWE stuff anymore. Um, he signed a contract with ESPN. Uh, I don't remember what it is, but it was like ESPN basically, game day. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I couldn't tell if that was true. Um, basically, what it is is ESPN has a college football show. Um, because college football, I guess, is a thing right now. Yeah, I don't really know. ESPN's college game day. All right. So that he signed a full-time contract with them. He is not going to be on SmackDown for now um, because he signed this contract. Triple H completely supports him, apparently, because Triple H said in a tweet that he completely supports him. Um, it's just really sad we're not going to see Pat for a little while, and I'm going to miss him dearly. Yeah. Um and temporarily replacing him will be Corey Graves. Motherfucker. You you do you do got to give him some credit for being able to pull double duty cuz he's still going to be on raw too because that that's got to be a hell of a travel schedule. All right, so don't travel that much, Corey. I didn't want to see you. Anyways. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about everything that happened. Um, so if you don't know, I don't know how you avoided the news. <laughs> if you do know, seems about right. Um, after All Out, there was a fucking scrum, as you always do. A press conference. Let's just call it what a, it actually a, is. A press conference. And... um 
Punk was in that press conference. Mm-hmm. And Punk had a lot of choice words for a lot of different wrestlers. Um, called out Hangman, called out the Bucks and Kenny and blah, 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 blah. Basically, yada, yada, yada. Um, Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega, Punk threw a chair at Nick Jackson. This, this Larry is, the dog is fine. This is after after the the press conference. They went back, and the Bucks tried. Uh, the Bucks and Kenny tried to confront uh, uh, Punk and Steel. Um, and now they... the dirt sheet news says that Punk took the first swing. Mm-hmm. If that's true, I don't know. Obviously, I wasn't fucking there. Um, yeah. But that is what is rumored that Punk started it. Um, and that is why you currently do not have a W, oops, an AW uh, world champion um, because yeah. there was a scuffle, if you will. Um, ironically, the scrum in rugby is uh, probably the most violent part of rugby, if I'm not mistaken, because hmm. um, the scrum is like sort of like you know like football where like they all like, come together. Mm-hmm. I, I've watched rugby before. I'm pretty sure the scrum is when like everybody comes together. I think that's the scrum. Um, so ironically, <laughs> during the scrum, there was a scrum. Um, yeah, so everybody has been suspended. Um, Ace Steel is no longer on the road. Um, as far as it's as far as AW is like concerned. Um the obviously the Bucks and Kenny being EVPs, they are suspended, and that's that. Um, there are rumors, and I don't think they're completely truthful at this point, just based on time. Um, basically, it's been said that Punk either will have to grovel or else he's out of a job. And I don't think that Punk is the type to grovel. Mm-hmm. Um, Punk is also injured at this time, apparently. Yeah, he got injured. He got injured during that match against Mox, and some say that could have been the reason why he was so pissed off going into the scrum, and said, "You know what? I'm gonna be out anyway. Might as well go out in a blaze of pettiness." You know what's the best way to not get injured during a match? Hmm. Is to not wrestle injured. Mm-hmm. Yep. As far as I know, I'm not a wrestler, but I just know that, like, if, like, for example, if my back hurts and I'm doing a workout, I try to avoid workouts where I'm going to use my back because my back hurts. So, like, if I'm injured, I would just assume that I wouldn't wrestle injured. So, um... Let's let's talk about what happened in in specifics. So, well, without getting too specific, because I don't want to start, I don't want to start uh, reading lines that that Punk stated. But um, sure. Punk started off the scrum, and and how this aired on, I think it was YouTube. And they started with Punk's, you know. A, a punk kind of mid sentence or something mid like yeah, mid sentence as it faded in, but video footage showed um, from some other presser that was there. He sat down and immediately started going off on on Colt Cabana 
um, without any prompt. He asked a a um, interview a, a journalist a question, and then spun that around to be about Cole Cabana. Oh, he asked him if he's friends with Cole Cabana. Um, and imagine just throwing that little match onto the fucking gasoline douse trash fire that was punk right there. Yeah. Just being like, here we go. Yeah. Um so he started going off on Cole Cabana and 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 turned it around to be about Adam Page saying he went to business for himself. Um with with some line that he said in a promo kinda went off script even though there's no scripts in AEW. Um uh M- even though MJF and and Eddie Kingston both had more scathing remarks than what uh, Age said, um, and he he continued to talk about how the the EVPs are are feeding information to the press, incorrect information according to him about about Cole Cabana, and Sean Ross Sapp confirmed that the information given to him about the Colt Cabana punk situation was not given to him by uh, the Elite. Um, which the Elite are the, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega in this case. Um, the punk called the EVP's children, called Hangman Adam Age an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck. Um, Did he... I'm sorry, I didn't actually see the whole... Mm-hmm. Were those his words? Yes, uh, an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, sorry, that's a lot. Um, yeah, I I watched all that Punk had to say, and and he called, he said he works with a bunch of babies or a bunch of children. Um, children. Yeah. Uh, and and. At one point, Tony Khan tried to interrupt him and get him to move away from the subject, but Punk essentially dropped that and 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 continued on with his remarks. Um, and so he he after that scrum, he was confronted by the Young Bucks. Um, apparently, what I've heard allegedly from sources, uh, I think it was Fightful that reported this. Um. The Bucks, or the Elite, knocked on his locker room door, and he refused to answer. So they said he was going to knock down the door, or they said they were going to knock down the door, and then um, the the scuffle lasted six minutes. Six minutes is a long ass time for a fight. Yeah. Um, and some some stuff that happened was uh, Punk threw some punches. Um, a steal through a chair that hit Nick Jackson in the eye. Um, Larry the dog started biting or something and then was taken out by Mega Parrick. Larry the dog, as far as I know, um, I, I could be mis- mistaking what I heard. I heard that I think Kenny tried to remove Larry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mega... I- Actually, did remove Larry. I don't think Larry did anything. Um, I don't think Larry. I don't think Larry contributed to the scuffle itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, poor Larry. He had to be removed. And then uh, a steel bit and pulled Kenny's hair. Um, it, it this 
from every every source and every report we're seeing, CM Punk and and ACL are the aggressors, um, and I nobody knows for sure what the what the elite said that resulted in this kind of reaction from Punk and Steel. Um, however this shit is bananas and and you don't just get to throw punches at your at your superiors and throw a chair at your superiors um without some kind of penalty without getting fired i can't go up to my boss and start throwing punches because i would get fired and now the question is what happens with punk we've heard um, the Elite was suspended. Uh, Christopher Daniels, who was there with the Elite, I, th- I think he was there originally when they were trying to get into Punk's locker room. He was suspended. Pat Buck was suspended, and he, and he was trying to break up the scuffle. Same with Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler was also suspended. Um, and and Ace Steel, like you said, was taken off the road. Punk reported not in buffalo today he was in chicago so as far as um what's happening long term no idea apparently he had a zoom call with tony khan at 4 15 p.m um to to discuss the situation and so as far as we know he should be fired, but of course there's some information that we don't know since they're doing a whole third party, uh, third party investigation. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, like you said, obviously you just can't throw punches and like get away with it. Mm-hmm. Which um, is why I feel like there's a lot of information we're missing, which has a lot to do with what the elite said. You know. Yeah. Um, and as far as I can see, there has been nothing um, nothing new. Yeah, nothing pertaining to punk. Um, we were we heard that we would probably know what the situation with punk was by the end of tonight. So I think as far as we know, punk's just been suspended, which. Yeah. I I think he should be fully let go to be honest because I mean not just with this situation think about all the other problems that CM Punk has ever talked about that have followed him into every company he goes uh the problems he brings to every locker room I mean I, I think now listen I was just as excited for Punk's return as other people Me too um, but there comes a time where if you keep saying, I have a problem with this person, I've got 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 a problem with this person, it comes to the point where it's like, there, either you surround yourself with really, really shitty company, which reflects on you as it is, or you might be the problem yeah you know 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, I, I personally think he should be fired because like what, what's AEW was fine before punk showed up, to be honest. I don't think they were in any situation where they desperately needed CM Punk, especially considering all the immense talent they have that is that are huge draws. Um, think of Moxley, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega, just to name a few. And I think all, all this stuff about like the locker room situation arose since Punk showed up. Yeah. It definitely not the moment he showed up. It was more so aligned with Cody leaving. Um, but I think both were kind of led to this situation. Could Cody have been the gatekeeper? I honestly think like Cody could have been somebody to to not put up with a lot of drama backstage it's possible i mean look at i don't know look at wwe under vince mcmahon he didn't put up with any bullshit nothing and you didn't hear about any of this you came you did what you had to do you read your script and that was it yeah and now things are pretty much the same under triple h except he encourages people to take rest and take naps and yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. And and some positive stuff has come out of this. Like Tony Schiavone is now uh, Tony Khan's right hand man, which is very much necessary because Tony Schiavone, you know, he he came up in WCW where there was a lot of this shit happening. So he he can he's a good person to have as a mediator and and a guide yeah. for Tony Khan. <sighs> yeah. But we'll see how this I don't know. Helps. It's Yeah. It's just a mess. And I I I want them to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I do. But And it's a shame because it overshadowed all the great stuff that happened at All Out. I mean yeah. I mean, people are feeling bad for MJF because of this. Yeah, MJF had a massive return. And it was immediately overshadowed by what Punk said. I mean, uh, Tony Storm had a scathing remark for for Thunder Rosa that was overshadowed by this, and and uh, Swerve had a had a remark about the acclaimed that was overshadowed by this. Yeah. Um. Like. Imagine this didn't happen. You, everyone would be like, still super pumped about MJF coming back, about Swerve and Argory versus the Acclaimed, which is like match of the night, I think. Um, and and a lot of promos about Punk are kind of coming back to bite him a little bit. I mean, Mox had a promo where he said he's got a fragile mind, fragile ego, and fragile body. All those are true right now. Um, yep. I assume you don't have any more news since... No, I, I finished off with that because it just felt like the right place to finish off. 
Okay. Um, if you want a little, a little positive thing before we move on to uh, today's episode, um, at Warrior Wrestling, um, a little dream match is going to happen. The Lucha Bros Ooh. versus the Briscoes. That sounds like an amazing time. And that's uh, yeah. It was October second in Chicago. Warrior Wrestling's Midwest, I think. Are they? That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but that sounds like it'll be fun. Warrior Wrestling always loves to put on those those bangers. Like they had Athena versus Thunder Rosa. That was like one of our favorite matches of the year. Yeah, that was really good. Um, all right. So, you want to talk about Dynamite? Yeah, I guess. All right, so we started off with what Tony Khan said. He said, I've been forced to vacate the AEW World Title and Trios Championships. New trios will be crowned between Death Triangle and Best Friends with Orange Cassidy. The AEW title is the most prized title in pro wrestling. It will be crowned at Grand Slam and Tournament of Champions. Tonight is going to be a great night of pro wrestling. Uh, and pro wrestling will be at its best. Can we just talk about like how weird and surreal that promo was? You thought it was weird. Like and that surreal? felt so strange. It, it felt so strange. I thought it mostly felt strange because that's the best Tony Khan has talked since AEW started. Listen, that's the most co- cohesive promo he's ever had. Um, I mean, yeah. So uh, we then had MJF come out, and he says, Buffalo, New York, the devil is back. First things first, who's excited to see MJF? I love Buffalo. The greatest quarterback of all time, Josh Allen, is from Buffalo, and he's wearing a Buffalo Bills jersey with Josh Allen's name on the back. Um, We're going to get back to brass tacks. Last time you saw me, I said some offensive stuff. I think we can all agree... I didn't mean it. Or uh, he said, I think we can all agree. The crowd started chanting, you were right. You were right. (laughs) He said, I think we can all agree. I didn't mean it. I was just kidding. I love AEW. When I called you all stupid marks, I didn't mean it. So round of applause for all of you. It's about time I addressed the big smelly elephant in the room. And he pointed to some random person. Honey, I don't mean you. He said, just kidding. I'll see you after the show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so MJF is off to a fantastic start. Yeah. Um he's telling he's exactly showing us why we missed him so much. Um he said the world title's been vacated. There will be a tournament to crown a new one. I know one guy who deserves that title. I'm all about working smart, not hard though. I'm not about to do I'm not going to do that tournament. I've got a chip that guarantees a title shot any damn time I want. Tony is also paying a boatload of freaking money. If there's one thing I know to be true, you think you are in dark times, but we're not. Uh, we need leadership. There was once, there was once a wise Jewish man, and his name started with M. When the people were meek and hungry, he split the sea and let them through. I'm not saying I'm Moses. I'm better than Moses. I'm going to win that title because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman and I'm better than you and you know it. Bless oh my the soul. god. That that was fucking incredible. 
so John Moxley then comes out. Um and he says you're absolutely full of crap. Uh MJF says, "Let me get this straight, Jonathan. You think I'm not being sincere here in Buffalo, New York in front of all these grotesque fat asses who might have have the worst football team in the history of the United States of America? Josh Allen sucks." <laughs> Only one person is allowed to do the your football team sucks thing and that's MJF. It's because not only was it your football team sucks, but he like he laid it on with the jersey. Like he he had people going. He was trying to be that hometown hero, and then said, "No, fuck the hometown." Well, it's just it's not his hometown. Yeah, I know, but he tried. Like it's, home state, he, home state. Yeah. Um, he said, "I don't know if you're a little woozy, considering you went to sleep on Sunday." Maybe I don't care about AEW. Maybe I don't care about these people. Maybe I view the AEW title as a bargaining chip in the war of 2024 and bring it to a real wrestling company where a real wrestler is, the Cody Roadster. Uh, To quote the best wrestler in the world, the game, that is what's best for business. God, he fucking, he knows what, what marks to hit. Uh, Mox says in return, this is not the time and this is not the place and I am in no mood. You need to leave this ring right now or I will make you leave. Uh, MJF takes his shirt off, uh, getting ready to fight, but then just leaves and Mox on on MJF's way out. He says, your theme music sucks, by the way. Um, Mox says, Buffalo, I am in no mood. I am pissed off. I am embarrassed. I am without the AEW world title. The belt itself is just metal. Uh, what means something to me is what the title represents. It means something to a lot of people. It represents passion for the sport and this business. Passion of the people in the back and the people in these arenas. It represents when the world needed heroes. When we started this thing three years ago, the whole the world championship represents the freedom to be as willing as you dare to be. It represents slaying demons, everything I love about this business. The fact remains, on Sunday I lost. That was on me. I made mistakes. I got pinned. I missed the game-winning shot. I was supposed to be on vacation until two days ago. Also, I checked social. I checked uh, Instagram during this, and um, you could tell that he like that's true because today during the show, uh, Renee made the husband appreciation post for him. And you could tell that was meant to just cheer him up. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Um, he says, this is one hell of a big rock to push all the way to the top of the hill. Jericho, Danielson, Darby Allen, Hangman, Sammy Guevara. Winners always want the ball when the game is on the line. I want the ball. So hell yeah, I'm going to take the shot. This isn't just time to win. This isn't the fourth quarter. This is time to be a legend. And so we then have the first match of the evening, Death Triangle versus Best Friends. And this is a really fun match. Yeah. So we we technically start with Pac versus Orange Cassidy, but Pac's like, I want nothing to do with this. So he gets penned in. Um, we have some vamping for a little while, you know, a little Sarmiento and then little sunglasses, hands in the pocket strip. Um, then we get a Hurricane Rana to Penta. It falls apart. Everyone's getting moves off on everyone. 
Um, we go to commercial break. When we come back, it's Pac versus Trent. Trent fucking caves Pac's chest in uh, with like a solid stomp. Um, and then we go ringside a little bit. Danhausen punches Alex Abrahantes in the balls, if you will. Um, gets kicked in the face, though, by Pac for his troubles. Uh, Orange Cassidy then dives out onto Pac, gets him back in the ring for the crossbody. Um, he ends up DDTing Pac, who, you know, he lands on his feet, but, like, not in, like, a good way, I guess. In, like, a, damn, you really got dropped on your head way. Mm-hmm. Like, in a flip cup way. <laughs> um, Chuck then gets in. So do the Lucha Bros. Um, I believe it was Penta who was last in at this point. Um, they get clunked into one another, and then we get a back separate Chuck, though, and a Casadora sw- sandwich to Chuck. Um, Trent gets in. He gets a boot to the face of Phoenix, and like then we get a cute little best friends hug, um, giving the people, you know, what they want. Uh, Trent hits the swinging DDT to Phoenix, but Phoenix responds with a little pop-up cutter. Um, it falls apart again. Everyone's getting moves off on everyone again. Um, then a thrust kick sends what would be a backpack driver to Phoenix into a code red on Trent from Phoenix. Um, also, Mark, your fan looks like it is like lit up blue because of the light. What do you mean because of the light? Like the light's reflecting off of it and the metal in front of it looks like it's lit up blue. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I switched. I switched the LED to blue instead of green now, so it matches uh, everything else. No, I know what I'm saying is your fan. Yeah. Like if you look to your. Yeah. It's lit up because of the light. I, I know. I'm just saying that it looks like actually lit up. Oh. Um, Phoenix then goes up top for who fucking knows what. Um, but Chuck distracts him. We get an awful waffle to Penta. Pack breaks up the cover to give Death Triangle another chance. We get a little cute Team Canadian Destroyer, two best friends, and then Phoenix assists with the Fear Factor. Pack goes up top to Chuck for the Black Arrow to win. Pack has two belts. I'm pretty excited. I love Pack two belts. Yeah, this is gonna be a lot of fun because when when I know Lucha Bros didn't have the best uh, tag reign. Um, but I'm hoping, even though this is kind of like last second, I'm hoping they just defend this thing a lot. Um, also, I, I saw a tweet from Finn Balor. Um, he posted a picture from Clash of the Castle where he was tossed over the barricade. And you see in the background his parents laughing at him. And he captioned it, I might turn heel on my dad for this. No! Oh God, Mr. Baller, don't do, don't, don't laugh at your son. <laughs> All right. Um. So, after that, we had an interview with the Dark Order, or it was supposed to be an interview. Uh, Jose, the assistant, comes in, uh, with with hands uh some papers to Ten, and uh says that Andrade wants to speak with you. And Evil Uno's like, no no no, he's you're not you're not doing anything to him. Um John Silver chimes in, he says, Your last name is the assistant. Andrade then walks in, he says, I want to talk to him. Tosses Ten a crutch. Um So then we have uh Penelope Ford versus Tony Storm 
in an eliminator uh, women's title eliminator match. Yeah. This was a match. Um, we get a head scissors to Tony and a few elbows. Tony takes Penelope off her feet. We get some shoulder tackles and like a hell of a drop kick to Penelope. And she sold that like a champ. Um, we then get a big drop kick through the ropes to Penelope that she also sells like a champ. Um, Tony, however, gets sent into the steps. Doesn't really matter. Um, back in the ring, we get a big boot to Penelope before slinging her into the corner with an uppercut. We get a big old hip attack. And then, th then it gets like a little weird. <laughs> Because Tony is like nearly Northern Light suplexed, but then Tony turns into a DDT, and and then Tony Tony wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a very weird finish. It didn't seem like it was supposed it was to happen like that. Um, but uh, after that, we had a video package for 2.0 and Hook and Action Bronson. Um, a, their match, it's going to be a tag team match from what I've heard at uh, Grand Slam. I don't know if they specifically, if they announced this is going to happen at Grand Slam, but um, reports are saying that it's supposed to be. So then, after that, the acclaimed come out. And Max is ready to fucking rap. He's ready to, to give the people what they want. And that's, that's some scathing rap on, on what happened at the scrum. But as soon as he's about to start, Swerve comes out. He says, I'm sorry, Buffalo. Were you here to hear some corny rap jokes from the Acclaimed? I have a joke for y'all. Acclaimed is AEW Tag Champs. And he is getting booed like fuck. And you know why Keith Lee didn't come out for this? Because uh, he knows, and Swerve knows, that Swerve can handle the heel heat, and he's good at it. Keith can't ruin that baby face. Swerve literally almost turned on his partner, Keith, mm -hmm. in the midst of a tag tournament. Yeah. Like, when they won those belts, Swerve almost turned on his partner. So, like, of course Swerve can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, somebody somebody tweeted, please also suspend Dan Lambert just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they're right. Um, so, uh, uh, Daddy Ass, Billy Gunn, chimes in. He says, I don't know if you're listening, but this ain't your house anymore. This is Daddy Ass's house. Uh, Anthony Bowens says, because of all of you, in two weeks, Arthur Ashe in New York City, Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory 2, everyone loves the Acclaimed, and I guarantee that is going to be where um, the Acclaimed win the belts, because I know Max Caster's from New York, he's from Long Island, I'm not sure where he is it. from Long Island, Bowens is also, I believe, from Long Island. Is he? Okay. Because I know they're... I don't think they were both... Oh, no, he's from New Jersey. He's from Nutley, New Jersey. Bones. Oh. Uh, yeah, Max Caster. Just straight up Long Island, New York. Not even anywhere specific. Um, so, that, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a, a great moment. Um, and I'll be there. Be there. So, if any, and if any of you fans are there, hit me up. Love to love to chat with you. 
Um, so then we had an interview with the JAS, which was just Jericho, Sammy, Ty, and Anna. Um, Jericho says, a gigantic win over Brian Danielson. I'm drinking in the Fountain of Youth. That's why I was able to beat Danielson in his own game. I'm... And this made no sense. I'm the BWBC. Yeah, what's that? What's I have that no fucking clue because we isn't a word. Uh, it's not a letter. BWBC. What? <laughs> BWBC. <laughs> like, you literally said this shit. I'm like, what? What did he say? Um, I'm I'm hoping. Oh, apparently CM Punk and, and the Elite were removed from the intro tonight. Um, I I I'm trying to find like somebody typing out what B W B C is, but I have no clue. Um. I yeah, I think if I could just get. I feel like Sean Ross Sapp would have. No. No, he did not. No idea what BWBC is. That is bizarre. That's... I'm trying to like figure out my head. Like, what could that possibly stand for? <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe AW tweeted about B -B it. I'm saying like B W E like space B C. Yeah. Um. B W B. But then again, my brain's like fucking stuck because like B C. I'm like bullet club, of course. Yeah, no, the uh, AW Twitter didn't actually like type out the hashtag. I don't know. But Jericho oh. asked them to. Oh, Mar Miriam said um, Black Winnipeg Combat Club. She's from Winnipeg. Oh, CC? I thought it was BC. I thought he said BC. I thought it was BWBC. Let's oh. see some uh, oh. Oh, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Um, Jericho's most famous line, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> no, he's literally from Long Island. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about saying he's from. No, Winnipeg. he's not. He's from Manhasset. He's Canadian. He's from Manhasset. Am I wrong? Yes. I thought he was Canadian. You you go to his his uh you Google him literally says, born Manhasset, New York. Born. Uh, I born. Mean, Wikipedia, yeah. Um, Wikipedia says American Canadian. Um. Okay, build from Winnipeg. Alberta. They moved back to Winnipeg after his father retired. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Which I don't know when his father retired because I don't know Chris Jericho like that, and I don't <laughs> want to. But also, yeah. Um... Oh, he holds dual citizenship. 
Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, well, the more you know. Um, alright, so after that, though. It's like how you were born in New Jersey, but you say you're from. Anyway. Um. It's true! <laughs> um. So then he said, I'm gonna beat Danielson again at Dynamite next week, then go on to win the chain. He spoiled the fucking finish of this match, by the way. He said, I'm gonna beat Danielson again at Dynamite. What, what, what if Hangman won? Uh, he said, This He's is my. He's used to the WWE booking where they're like, Oh, who knows what's gonna happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. He said, This is my locker room. When it comes to the JAS, I've got two little brothers Sammy taking on Darby on Rampage. Sammy says, Darby, this Friday, your turtle loving ass is over. Jericho just shouts, we don't love turtles. Uh, you get it, right? Yeah. Because Darby Allen looks like the, I like turtles, kid. Oh! I feel you know like what? that might have flown over some people's heads watching. It, it flew over my fucking head, clearly. <laughs> Uh, Jericho then says, then Daniel Garcia taking on Yuta in his hometown. Since you decided to leave us alone on Sunday, we're going to leave you alone tonight. Little did you, little would you know that would be the worst decision you could have ever made. So then we get Wardlow versus Tony Nese for the TNT Championship. I took two notes. Um, there was a huge Larry to Nice. Um, Wardlow takes his titties out and then we get a power bump of Nice for him to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he says, I hear a lot of people on the internet that Wardlow's lost his momentum. Wardlow's the TNT champion. It is time for me to remind everyone in this business. This is Wardlow's world. He could just not say that. But I like when he does. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like whenever he says that. <laughs> this makes me think of Wayne's world. Or or Von Wagner. Von Wagner. This is Von Wagner's world, and you're living in it. <laughs> we need we need Wardlow versus Von Wagner. Winner winner owns the world. All right, so winner gets Planet Earth on a pole match. <laughs> um. So then we get a video package for Darby Allen or Sammy Guevara. Which they said it's the fourth one. That's kind of ridiculous. Um, and then we have the first match in the tournament: Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, um, we we slap each other for a while on this one. We kick each other. It's fun. Eventually, we get some kicks to Hangman before Hangman slings Danielson into the post. Danielson goes up top at this point. Um. Hanger sends Danielson from the top, hits him with a lariat to the ground. We get some strikes to Hangman, though. And then Death Valley Driver 2, Daniel, but it's not enough for the pin. Um, we get a big Hurricane Rana and a kick to the head of Hangman, but that's also not enough for the pin. Um, Danielson goes up top. Hangman then follows him for, like, an avalanche slam-type deal. I don't know. Um, 
Then we get a big sit-up powerbomb to Danielson after a near backslide. Um, Danielson goes up top again. Hangman meets him, but Danielson slips down. He puts Hanger in the tree of woe, starts hammering his chest with kicks. Um, we get a sliding drop kick to Hangman as well. We then go up top again um, with some hammer and anvil elbows. Uh, he wants the superplex, but Hangman lands on his feet. Um, according to Excalibur, we get a comebacker lariat uh, to Danielson, but it's brought right into the labellock on Hangman because apparently Danielson's been targeting the arm of Hangman at this point. We get an arm bar on Hangman, which goes right into the labellock. Um, Hangman ends up getting a dead eye to Danielson, but Danielson kicks out of the pin. He gets the psycho knee, but Hangman rolls the hell out. He's kicked way too close to the ropes. Um, decides to leave. Danielson wants the Tope Suicida, gets powerbombed into the apron after attempting such things. But back in the ring, we set up for the buckshot. Danielson ducks it, gets the O'Connor roll to win. And like an O'Connor, a bridging O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah, really cool finish. Um, these guys, I mean, everyone in this tournament is going to have a fucking banger. There's, there's not going to be a single match in this tournament that is not a banger. Even Sammy and Darby is going to be some fucking crazy shit um, that might end up in Sammy getting maimed. Um, and and the, the finals is going to be insane. Um, Danielson versus Jericho 2 is going to be uh, wonderful. And then um, uh, Mo- I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Moxley in the finals. So either Moxley... Ooh, I wonder if it's going to be Moxley and Danielson. That would be awesome. They'll bleed together. I hope I hope Moxley just wins the tournament. So <laughs> he just gets it back anyway. I part of me feels like that will happen. But although I feel like cuz who won who won Danielson and Mox's last match? Or was it a draw? I don't remember. Because they feel like they'll have Danielson win this time. If if it even is them in the finals. Um, but after that match, we get a video package for Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Um, <laughs> Miriam said, from now on, every time a champion fucks up, the title defaults back to Mox. <laughs> he didn't want that shit on him. That's why he was pissed off in that promo. He was like, God damn it, I have to beat the champion again. Yeah. They should have just given it to him. Not even have a tournament. Just hand it to him. We then get a, uh, a Stokely Hathaway and his associates out. He says, All Out was the greatest moment in my career. A PA then tries to cut off Stokely. And so this brother right here is trying to tell me we're low on time. When I have a mic in my hands, you give me the same respect you give your father. The gun club then beat up uh, the PA. And then um, they they kind of just call it at that. Uh, Morrissey gives a fucking big boot to the, to the PA. Um, then we get a video package for... Uh, the main event of Rampage, which will be Claudio Castagnoli versus Dax Harwood. That's going to be a really fun match. That's going to be incredible. Um, <laughs> Miriam said that goes for any title now. Women's tags, trios, all Atlantic, doesn't matter. 
it all goes to Mox. Jade Cargill gets injured. TBS title goes to Mox. Oh god. Um, and then finally we get the. Poor, I just love the idea of poor Mox being like, "Fuck, <laughs> I can't anymore." I'm sorry. He's like, he's like got every title. He's like, I. It's like the the limes guy. I can't hold on to all these limes or lemons or whatever. Why can't I hold on to all these titles? <laughs> uh, all right. So then we have the main event for the Ring of Honor Championship Wheeler or Pure Championship. Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia. Also, did you see that incredible sign in the crowd? It was like a yellow sign. It had the elite, and then a big bite was taken out of it. I saw that, and I love the idea of somebody being like, this is it. This is my PS de resistance. <laughs> some, some people's signs are so creative. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright, so this match... Speaking of creative, um, no, nah, I'm joking. Um, this match was what you would expect from a pure rules match. Um, Yuta and Garcia are twisting and turning each other uh, a lot, a lot of like snuggling, if you will. Mm. Um, and that's 90% of the match, um, is just a lot of hand up, punky. Um, just like a, a lot of submission and stuff um you so garcia goes to stomp yuda but yuda avoids it um enziguri is garcia we get an elbow drop off the top rope to garcia after the top sorry, off the top sorry i was i was getting licked by a cat and i lost my train of thought um we get an elbow drop off the top rope to garcia um then a suplex to garcia and a knee to the head that slows garcia down um it's not enough for the pin though garcia gets a belly to back off um on yuda and then a big lariat and we get two german suplexes to garcia and a third as well um he goes for a fourth but garcia like hooks himself on the leg of yuda yuda then gets german suplexed multiple times uh we go for a fourth but yuda fights himself out hits garcia with another german suplex we german suplex each other for a very long time which to be fair pretty good show of strength but still very long time. Um, then Garcia gets the Dragon Tamer to Yuta. It's turned to a cross-face submission, but Yuta can't turn it into a pinning opportunity. And then we get a Dragon Tamer again. Yuta grabs the chin of Garcia, but Garcia decides to use them hips and thrust. Mm -hmm. Thrusting um, real hard. Yeah, a lot of thrusting. Um to to tap out Yuta, which you know I I'm sad that you lost the title, but I'm glad that Garcia got the title. Yeah, it, it was it was the end to a wonderful story, a story of being in Yuta's shadow since being on the Indies, um, and and if you look at both of their careers, this is kind of where it, uh, where chapter one concludes, or book one yeah. concludes. Um, really great stuff. Um, Garcia is going to be an incredible pure champion. We we saw it go into him like day one of Ring of Honor coming back. Um, yeah, that that's the end of Dynamite. Oh, it's actually it's not because Danielson comes out and um, he gets in the ring. Yuta kind of shoves him a little bit. Says like, hold on. 
shakes Yuta's hand, and I'm like, okay, that that seems like I just misread uh, what Yuta, Yuta did. And then um, they shake hands, but then uh, Garcia is like looking up at Danielson. Danielson rips the title from his hand. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> What's yeah. happening? Uh, but he rips it out of his hand to just tie uh, to put it around his waist. And I'm like, they just keep they keep giving us all these weird mixed signals. It was a hardcore mixed signal promo. Mm-hmm. And it also seemed like Danielson walked out of the heel tunnel because he was like on the left side of the ramp, like like viewers' left side. It it was it was very weird. And then Jericho comes out. He's like in in uh he's shook at what he's seeing. Um, with, with Danielson and, and Garcia. So, I, I wonder how that's going to culminate next week with Danielson versus uh, Jericho. But, we'll see. Alright, you want to talk about the best of the night? Yes. Alright, so, uh, before we get to the best of the night, if you have a question for us, please leave it in the chat now. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live or DM us on Twitter at pinfall podcast. And if you're listening to this on the Spotify and you're like, this episode of Dynamite happened like two weeks ago, I'm sure they don't mean it still. We do. I'm just slow. I upload things very slowly and I don't mean to. It's true. But I have a full-time job. Um, Alright, so. Let's talk about promo of the night. And I don't think there's any contest. It's MJF and Mox. Yeah, it's gotta be. That whole segment. MJF fucking gaslit me! <laughs> oh god, that was so great. Um, Yeah, that, that whole segment was incredible. Alright, wrestler of the night. Here are your three choices. Pac, Daniel Garcia, Brian Danielson. Daniel Garcia. Alright. Cool. And let's talk about match of the night. Um so I got I got two kind of tied, and I'll let you decide the winner. So I've got Weary Uta versus Daniel Garcia or Brian Danielson versus Adam Page. I'm going to go with Danielson versus Page. Okay. Danielson versus Page sounds good. All right. Those are those are our bests of the night. Um Mariam in chat asks if you could bite <laughs> this fucking question. If you could bite any member of the AEW roster, who would it be? And she's got a real question, but I want you to answer this first. Wardlow. Bye. You would bite Wardlow. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, okay. So, biting biting someone on the roster would most likely mean risking your your career, risking your job, or at the very least a suspension, and probably any title that you're holding. Although it was Ace Steel, so he's probably fired. Um, 
I would probably bite Excalibur. Or Taz. Probably Taz, actually. I'll, I'll bite Taz. What if he's six hook on you? I'll bite hook too. And then okay. I'll probably have to bite Action Bronson too. Yeah. Which, then he might not show you the best bots and queens to but, eat. But then I've met uh, then I've met Action Bronson, so. In the biblical sense, yes. <laughs> uh, but Miriam's real question is, uh, who do you who do you want to see? Is that not the real question? That was not the real question. Fuck. Uh, who do you want to see Daniel Garcia face in his first defense of the pure title? Um. I mean, I'd like to see Josh Woods on TV, so. Yeah. Um, Mark doesn't agree, guys. I mean, I want to see him on TV, too. He was on TV, actually. Yeah, but, like, again. I, you know what? I mean, a story, story-wise, I want to see him fight uh, Chris Jericho as his first defense. I think that would be very interesting. Um, Jericho basically saying, like, hey, you don't deserve that title. That's um, fair. Okay. However, th- I, I think the one I want to see most and that I will be most entertained by is Hook. I want to see okay. Hook going for that title. I think if we're talking, like, good story, good match, Garcia versus Danielson. Yeah, but that... That would have to be, I don't know, because Dan- he's already beat Danielson once, clean. Well, this is my opinion. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's my opinion! That would be a very fun match. Um, you the sound clip from the Real Housewives. <laughs> um, I put, yeah, I'd still pick Hook. Okay. I would go with Danielson, but also Josh Wood. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not very creative, and I don't care. Kevin Black because I feel, I feel. Ooh, I was gonna say I feel staunchly in my opinions, but maybe now I don't. Who are some other technical guys? Zach Sieber Jr. Get Zach Sieber Jr. over to America and and fight Daniel Garcia. You would have to drag him kicking and screaming through customs to get him <laughs> into America. I mean, he made like it once. in customs. Like, you know how, like, they, like, have, like, lists of shit that, like, you cannot bring through customs? Zack Sabre Jr. is one of them, because he's like, please don't bring me to him. I mean, he, he came over once, as it is. For Forbidden Door. Yeah, and he complained about it. In kayfabe? I don't, he complained about it. I don't know his life. Then how'd you hear him complain about it? Uh, okay, sure, it was in kayfabe then. Okay. Because he doesn't have any social media presence so. Mm-hmm. Thatcher would also be a good one. Get get him uh, again. Kate screaming through customs. I feel like you could get him to do a uh, uh, pure. He, he did. Title well, match. He did just wrestle Yuta. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was for the title, but he did wrestle. No, Yuta. It, it wasn't for the title, but no, it couldn't have been. Yeah, you're right. But um, he did just wrestle Yuta, so I guess he has been here. Mm-hmm. And it was also in New England, so like. 
Damn. I mean, he it'd probably be easier to get him to come to America than Zach because at least Thatcher's from America. Be easier to get him to come to America than Zach because Zach's like Americophobic, if that's a thing. <laughs> Instead of xenophobic, it's Americophobic. He's he's afraid of that uh that healthcare. That the paid healthcare. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Um. I'm still sticking with Hook. I think he's the best choice. All right. Um. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Josh Woods because I want to see him on TV again. Okay. Get get him a nice push. Yeah. Make him like actually a part of the fucking roster. Yeah. Because he's great. Josh Woods is great. They they should. He's incredible. They should have kept the foundation together, but. Well. You know it's funny. Um, Gresham is fighting Nick Wayne. Oh, that's cool. At some ne- at like one of the next GCW shows. That's cool. Um, Means nothing in this context, but a lot a lot of these upcoming GCW shows are kind of bringing coming back to form, which is really nice. Yeah. Um. Actually, it's funny. They just posted like a bunch of cards, and it's like Gresham versus Nick Wayne. Joey Janelle and Starboy Charlie versus South Pacific Savages, uh, Mance Warner versus Hunter Freeman, and Jordan Oliver versus Kevin Blackwood for GCW Shooting Star. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and Bussy will be there, so, like, mm-hmm. can't complain. Maybe maybe uh, sometime soon we'll have to do one of our weekend shows as GCW again. Mm. If If they can put together a good card when we're both around. I do miss a GCW show that's held in, like, somebody's fucking basement. The, the, what was it, the PBR Center or something? Oh, I don't know, but it was, I do remember one that was, like, very much in, like, a shed, and I was like, oh, yeah. that, this that is was, wrestling. That was their, um, was it Loco crossover show? Uh, yeah, and, like, there was, it, there was a point where, like, they were supposed to be putting up, like, a cage, and you could hear um what's his face? Um Brett, Brett Lauderdale. Brett La- sorry, Brett Lauderdale on like the mic saying, Don't do it right now, don't do it right now, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, What's yeah. going on? Um But yeah, anyway. Anyway. Uh just want to remind everybody Tomorrow will be the last show of, uh, the last recap for uh, for a little while. Uh, with the both well, of us. with us together. Yes. Yeah. That, that, yeah. W- uh, with us if together. If you like Mark a lot, if you like Mark a lot, then you will want to tune in for the next two weeks. If you like me a lot, then you'll want to tune in for the week after the next two weeks. So three weeks from now. Yeah. If you hate me, then tune in for the next two weeks. I, I'm thinking for when I'm, when I'm doing it solo... Or maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get a special guest. I'm thinking instead of doing recaps, I'll do some live watch alongs instead. There you go. That's a good one. Might might be a little more. I won't be doing that because I don't know how to. <laughs> you don't know how to. Okay. I barely know how to use your computer. Um, but that'll be happening uh, starting on uh, a week from today. We will not be doing for until like the first week of October, I think. Maybe last week of September. 
will be the the last one or the, will be when we start doing them together again i'm fleeing the country i'm not i'm just going on vacation no mark's gonna stay in the country but i'm fleeing it i want everyone to know that this vacation i'm fleeing the country and i want it to be put like that mm -hmm. we'll be back to doing uh recaps together on october 5th Yes. All right. Um, so, do you want to close out the show? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, we could sit here in dead silence for a while. No. Okay. Um, if you tune in tonight, thank you so much. If you tune in the future, thank you so much. If you tune in and ends like five weeks from this day and like it just was uploaded to Spotify. Thank you for tuning in, but also I'm sorry for taking so long. I'm sure it will not take me that long. Cause now I've said it enough. Um, please tune in tomorrow. We're going to be talking about impact um, and it's going to be super fun and it's not the longest show in the world. So that kind of is like a plus. So. Yeah. Um, thank you all so much for watching, follow and subscribe all of our stuff, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify and Twitch is all Pinfall Podcast. Um, check out upfworld.com for our little side project, the Universal Pokemon Federation. We got a brand new shop domain, upfworld.shop. Grab all of your, your wonderful UPF merch, shirts, and accessories today. Um, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for Impact Wrestling. Have a great rest of of your of your Wednesday and a great start to your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.